Hey, welcome to Praying the Psalms, the daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the psalms together each morning as a way to join ourselves together with one another spiritually. We want to slow down, we want to get a bigger picture of God, and we want to get a clearer picture of ourselves. But most of all, we want to join ourselves around the throne of the one who has joined himself to us. So if you haven't already, before you spend time listening to this podcast, actually pull out your Bible and spend some time reading and thinking and even praying through Psalm 42. So Psalm 42, it it starts like this. And guys, this is a beautiful, beautiful psalm. It says, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for you, for for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and I would lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and Shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. I remember reading a book in college that had a picture of a deer on it. A picture of a deer on it and as the is that underneath this picture of a deer, it just had these verses, right? It just said, as the deer pants for water, so my soul pants for you, O God. And it was a book by A.W. Tozer that was called The Pursuit of God. And I remember reading it within the first few months of being a Christian. And in this book, he writes about the idea That even though we have been given God through faith in Jesus Christ, even though we've been joined with him, we, we have him. That the goal of the Christian life is actually to continually pursue him. It, about this, this idea that there's this inherent longing and desire within the heart of every Christian for more. It, it gave voice to this sneaking suspicion that I had inside me that there must be more to this relationship, more depth to this experience. And I remember reading about the desire that I had inside of me for like this vibrant abiding, thrilling communion with God. And it didn't tell me to be content with what I had of him, but it actually encouraged me to knock and that the door would be open, to seek and I would find that even though God had been given to me, my job was actually to continually pursue a deeper vision, a deeper relationship, a more present experience of him. It told me to be someone who hungered and thirsted for righteousness because Jesus says that it is those kind of people who will be satisfied. He talked about people who would hear that they had God, who would kind of hear this theology that because of their faith in Jesus, they had been joined to God and they would hear that and they would rejoice in that. But at the same time, they would turn around with tears in their eyes to find a quiet place and would pray, oh God, show me your glory. Because it wasn't enough that they had him, but they wanted to taste and to touch with their hearts. They wanted to see with their inner eyes the wonder that is God. 
They wanted to experience the one they had been given. And in the same way that it would be, wouldn't be enough for us to know that we are married to our wives, but we want to experience their near presence. It wasn't enough that they had God. They wanted to experience him. Tozer said it like this. He just said, the life of all the great saints that we see in the Bible, but also throughout history, their life was defined by this, to have found God and to still live a life in pursuit of him. And this is what this psalm is about. It's about someone who knows God, who has him, and yet thirsts for him and longs for him, whose soul is in anguish because of his inability to experience him as fully as he wants to. It's the song of someone who remembers what it was like to lead the procession into into Jerusalem, into the temple, right? Singing and rejoicing in the Lord. It's a psalm that comes from the lungs of someone who remembers that, who has some vision of what that is like, would be like, was like, but it they don't have it as their current experience. And so just let me, let me ask you a question. Do you have words like this to sing to God? Like, does, do those lines resonate with you? Was there a time in your life where you can remember a deeper fire in you for the Lord than you have this morning? Was there a time in your life where you felt a deeper passion for the things of God than you do today? Or maybe it isn't even that you can remember some time in the past that you can look to, but is there a part of you that feels distant, that feels far away? Does your heart feel cold and cut off from him in some measurable and felt way? Do you long for a deeper and closer and warmer and more powerful experience of God this morning? Do you long for it like someone who is desperately thirsty, like a deer that is panting and out of breath, a deer who needs water? I don't want you to be satisfied this morning with that. I actually want this part of us to be stirred this morning. I don't want to tell you that that is actually okay, that your experience of God is fine. Don't long for anything more. No, I don't want us to be satisfied with our current experience of God, but I want us to be thirsty. Thirsty for more, thirsty for something deeper and closer and even more life-changing because the psalmist is thirsty for this as well. Because this is a psalm that God has given us from himself to sing and speak and pray back to him. This is a psalm that God gave us so that we would become like the psalmist. The psalm isn't about becoming satisfied with a shallow and distant experience of God, but it is about the hope that we will come back into the near presence of God. It is about the thirst for the very near, tangible, felt presence of God in our lives. And when A.W. Tozer, when he talked about this inclination in the heart, he talked about it as like this with his word receptivity. And he says that all the great saints of old, they had this inclination in them. And he describes it like this, like something was in them that was open to heaven. Something was in them which urged them forward, urged them Godward. This pull within us for more, this thirst for something deeper. 
is one of the driving things within us that the Spirit produces in us. And he would say that this, this thirst, it isn't actually a result of a lack of communion with God, but it was actually the result of a close communion with God. Right? It wasn't the people at the base of Mount Sinai, the Israelites who were at the base, kind of further away from the presence of God, who were asking to see God's glory. They were actually the one asking to have their eyes shielded from it, right? They were content with what they had. But it was Moses It was the man who climbed the mountain, the man who was already hearing from the Lord and experiencing his presence. He was the one who was thirsty for more. He was the only one dissatisfied enough to say, show me your glory. I know I have you. I know I'm near you. I want more. And he was also the only one who saw it. His face shined with the glory of God because he was one of those people who was thirsty for more. And it is those who are thirsty who will be satisfied. Do you feel content? Do you feel like your experience of God is good enough? Do you feel like your spirituality is fine. You don't have any desire for more. The psalmist will have none of this. He's not content with a mediocre experience of God. He's not content with a distant experience of his presence. His soul thirsts for God. And he has put his hope in the fact that the thirsty will be satisfied. He's put his hope in this idea that those who long to seek after God will see his face, that there will be a coming day where he will once again see the face of God. He will once again experience this joy of his salvation that he longs after. And this psalm actually leads us to the New Testament and the Gospels. Because at the very end of John, when Jesus is on the cross, he yells out the same words of this psalm. Some of his very last words are these, I thirst. I thirst. Jesus on the cross, he became thirsty. Our hunger and thirst for a deeper experience of God, our thirst for the near presence of God on the cross, Jesus became thirsty so that he could satisfy this in us. We are not meant to move past these longings or to try to ignore them. But these things are in us. They are the very things that lead us into the heart of God. They are what lead us into the temple and into the near presence of God. It is the thirsty who will be satisfied, not those who call their current experience of God good enough. Jesus didn't die for us to have a mediocre spiritual life. He died that those who are thirsty, those who long for a near and powerful experience of their creator, those who long for a deeper relationship with him, those who don't just long to see him from a distance, but to see his face. Jesus died on the cross so that those thirsty people would be able to be satisfied. Let us have no smaller longings in our hearts than these this morning. Let's pray. Father God, as a deer pants for flowing streams, so my soul, it it is thirsty for you, God. 
My soul thirsts for you, for the living God, not a dead God, not a distant God, but the living near God. My soul longs for an experience of you this morning. I want to know you more. I want to see your face. Show me your glory, God. Show us your glory. That's what we are thirsty for. God, for those of us who don't have these kind of deep longings of the psalmist, God, would, as we pray the psalm, God, would you give us that kind of thirst? Would you give us that hunger? Would you give us those longings? God, some of us who are satisfied in just this shallow experience of you, God, would you, would you call us to more? God, would we become to be more like the psalmist, who even though he knows you, he wants to give his whole life to pursue you? So God, we're thirsty this morning. We long for you. God, would you satisfy us? In your name.